You may find this hard to believe, but 60 songs that explain the 90s, America's favorite poorly named music podcast is back with 30 more songs than 120 songs total. I am your host, Rob Harvilla, here to bring you more shrewd musical analysis, poignant nostalgic reveries, crude personal anecdotes, and rad special guests all with even less restraint than usual. Join us once more on 60 Saws that Explain the 90s every Wednesday on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. And welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedmire. Today, we're checking in with celebrity money news, uh, the best of pop stars turned to actors, and Pink, Pink, the singer, flying across the stadium. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> this first category is really fun and kind of out of the realm of what we <laughs> normally do. So let's talk about it. Tea Time is checking in with celebrity money news news, but like not in the way that you think that we'll be talking about it. So Amelia, please. Right. Some, you know, some dumb decisions, some good decisions. Yeah. Why not? Right. I just love that. (laughs) This is, this is like such an inconsequential story and um, that's our specialty, baby. It really is. It's bottom of the barrel, but let me tell you. Okay. So Hugh Hefner, the late publisher of Playboy magazine, his son, Marston, has an OnlyFans. And the title from page six is Marston Hefner's wife, quote, not crazy, unquote, about Playboy Scion's OnlyFans, but he's saving up for a Pokemon card, which is just like, there are so many things going on with that. <laughs> so much I'm like, to unpack wait here. a second, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> One, how, if I thought Hugh Hefner was rich, I thought, you know, he lived in that mansion. I thought, Playboy is a huge enterprise. I mean, sure, it wasn't doing as well as it did in like the 70s, but what publishing house is it? You know, Mm -hmm. so I was shocked to learn that Marston Hefner has to go on. Listen, I don't care whatever you want to do to get your little Pokemon cards, but like you don't have any money from the will. That makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. And also, He's saving up for a fucking Pokemon card. And they show the Pokemon card in this outline. It's just like him holding it like close up of like Mew, like the little Mew guy. And it's just like such rickety old Pokemon card. It's I don't it's I'm baffled. You know what? This is like also kind of a deeply personal article. It turned, the, the bulk of this article is just about like the inner workings of his marriage, like this yeah. son's marriage with this so woman. So random. And this is, and there's like a lot of interview, you know, and quotes pulled about te- that. It, like this has nothing to do really with the fucking Pokemon card. This just turns into like And I want to know more. Private. I want to know more about the Pokemon card. I don't care about their relationship. I want right. to know why this Pokemon trophy card can cost up to six figures. Which what? when I say it looks like a rickety old card, I'm not kidding. This thing, it looks like you could scratch it and it, all the shininess would fall off. It's, also, like I've seen like, like K-pop photo cards in better protective coverings than this. Like exactly <laughs> this like thin flimsy ass plastic case that this like six figure card is protected by like the Pokemon card trading guys got to step up their game. It's uh, absolutely wild. I mean, I guess like, you know, celebrities spend money on dumb things. Like that's what we're here to talk about today. But right. 
like, True. you know, I guess what's the difference between like a diamond necklace and a Pokemon card at the a end of the day? A diamond toe ring. Yeah. You know, yeah. like putting I a guess. diamond in your forehead. Like what, we all say. make dumb decisions. <laughs> yeah. uh, sure. So, you know, you love what you love. But to be on OnlyFans because you can't afford this card without being on OnlyFans is fascinating well, uh, choice. Right. And we learn, like, he talks a bunch about his parents and how he was like, nudity was always like fine, obviously, because, you know, my mom's mm-hmm. a Playboy model and my dad's Hugh Hefner. But I, and sure. I, that's great. I don't, but I don't care. I want to know why you didn't inherit all that money. And they right. never address it. And I'm like, right. what? I feel crazy. So, yeah. Right. So, a lot okay. of, just a lot of questions coming so, out of this. Not right. A lot Subscribe. Of to Marston's uh, <laughs> OnlyFans so you can help him get a Pokemon card. Get it, please. He has, to, he has to get it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Uh, <laughs> we may have to like look back at this and decide which, right now I guess we can decide which of these is more embarrassing. Okay. Um, Stassi Schroeder, who I didn't know who this was, I wrote, I don't know who this is, but this is funny. And then I realized that she was from Vanderpump. So Amelia, we, we had to discuss. Of course. Uh, she did an article about how she regrets in 2018 spending a sizable sum. She thinks it was $40,000 to make National OOTD Day a national holiday. So like, and now I want you to say that out loud because it's National OOTD Day is the official name of the day, which means it's National Outfit of the Day Day. <laughs> oh my. She's so, not the smartest. Not the smartest. She went to, apparently went to like this company that just like legitimizes quote unquote, like these national holidays, Uh, spent $40,000 for them to make this a national holiday, thought it would be good for her brand. She was like, I thought like, apparently she frequently like posted like OOTD pictures. Like, you know, it's a popular hashtag, but like very much not hers. It seems like, like, no. So she goes, what a waste of money. Honestly, it's so cringe. You don't get to just own holidays for free. Uh, she was like, I would not do it again. I would never just throw away that money to have a holiday. Oh, um, yeah. It's June 30th, 2018. So if you guys want to celebrate National Outfit of the Day Day, it is coming up. <laughs> celebrate accordingly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, she is but so she stupid. She definitely regrets it. She was like, at the time, she was like, Lisa Vanderpump doesn't even own a holiday. <laughs> so she like thought it of was course. like a flex. But yeah, she went to National Day Calendar, which is a company based in North Dakota, and they've been regulating a yearly schedule of traditional and non-traditional holidays since 2013. Okay, so if you want to make you yeah. want to make a national holiday, you can uh, spend forty thousand dollars. I want to take this. I want to take talk about this for one split second. So this National Day Calendar. So they're the people responsible for like it's National Hot Dog Day, right? right? Like the bullshit so, ones. Yeah. Okay. I so think. who is paying forty thousand dollars a year? Because she said like the next year rolled around, they're like you have to pay for it, and she's like, no, never mind, you can let it go, which right. means. Someone's paying $40,000 every year or more, given that this was a couple years ago, to keep up National Hot Dog Day? I mean, I, maybe some of them are just free. Just the day? They're no, like, we geez. just need a hot dog day. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's like add one. been implemented and now people right. know it enough that they're like, eh, it's sure. the day, sure. whatever. I Only don't the know. niche ones. But like, this, yeah, the, right. like the niche privately owned holidays. Oh my God. Uh, so the privatized <laughs> holidays is you know the, are the ones that they control. Funny is that, so sh- this was a a minor plot point on the show. And it was just Incredible. like, mm. it, it was just like, I decided to do outfit of the day. And I was, and it's just like, I think this was already a thing before you even did it, but she like built right. it up. Like as it was her idea and she's just oh, such an God. idiot. And it's just like, and she'd like be posting her horrible outfits. And it's just like, okay, Stassi, you need. Calm oh down. God. Incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's like an all time stupid, stupid decision. To be And she's honest. a pretty, she's, She's got a lot of stupid decisions, so this is... Yeah. Uh, I think this yeah. might be stupider than the, the Pokemon card, because at least with the Pokemon card, like, I don't know, That's like, it'll make interest. you happy. Right. Yeah. It's a hobby. And Even if it's it, an expensive hobby. This is like, she really thought this was like a smart branding decision. And it might increase in value, the Pokemon right. card. Sure. Right. That's National true. National OOTD Day. It's... Does not roll day, off day. the tongue. The double day just kills me. That's really funny. It also um, kind of reminds me of, like, Out of the Office. Sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just the yeah. hashtag itself also does not roll off the tongue. Yeah. It's a flawed, it flawed is, concept. In many ways. Okay. The next one is really <laughs> funny. We're talking about our favorite man Sorry. on the show, Brooklyn Beckham, who just won't quit being a chef no matter how hard we try and put out into the world. <laughs> like he just can't stop it's cooking amazing. shitty food. He's got to cook. It's his passion. 
So he posted on Instagram a partnership with Chosen Foods, which is an avocado oil. And before I continue, I have to say, I actually like this, but I use this so sparingly, like it's fucking gold. And this is where the problem lies. So he's frying chicken and he dumps an entire bottle, which retails for $25 of avocado oil into a pan and creates the the milkiest like batter I have ever seen. The most flavorless. I'm watching most this video and I want to throw up. It looks like ranch. The most milk forward <laughs> fucking batter I have ever seen. And I... Don't cook that well. And I know that something is wrong. Anyway, but he like upends this bottle of chosen food avocado oil. And everyone is like, do you understand the cost of that? Or like, and the concept of cooking like that is, it's, it's, there's many problems besides that it looks bad. But the point here is that he's just dumping very expensive olive oil that we need to be using sparingly uh, to cook his shitty ass meals. Yeah. And have you ever, you know, like in like preschools where they have like liquids and you can make stuff and they just pour it out for yes. like sensory stuff? It looks yes. like he's doing like a sensory thing because he just yes. dumps <laughs> a whole thing of this. It's, I don't know, it's ever cooked with that much oil. Like it would splash in your face and it would burn you. Yeah. Also, end product. Sorry, this chicken looks so unappetizing. There's no batter because it's all, like we said, all milk that he put it in. Um, and everyone was like, this, just please stop cooking. Please. We're begging you. Every time. I just can't imagine just continuing with this content when everything yeah. he releases, people are like, this looks terrible. You're bad yeah. at this. It's, yeah. I, it's I almost have to respect his commitment. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'll take that back next time I see another terrible video. But at the moment, that's where I'm at. And you'll see another pretty soon. I I sure will. All right. So we're counting this stupid $25 of uh, avocado oil on two pieces of chicken. That's. Yeah. We're putting in the dark. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty idiotic. All right. Next one, Amelia. Uh, The next one. People are outraged because Lady Gaga is now shilling for Nurtech ODT, which is that migraine company. Yeah. I, I want to say that's the same one that Khloe Kardashian was also hyping you up. You betcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, people are like, do you really need this Nurtech ODT money, Lady Gaga? Because you've got your house labs. You're an actress. You're a singer. You're doing these Vegas residencies. You're going on tour. You don't need this money. But she's out here posting to her Instagram a whole ass ad of her being like, I love Nurtech ODT. It's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so people are pissed because they're like, this is so cringe. You don't need this money. This is embarrassing. And you haven't even, you're such a proponent of LGBTQ plus rights that you're not even posting about that, but you're posting about mm. this. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Celebrating Pride Month by shilling for migraine medication. <laughs> yeah. Nerd- what do you want from Lady Gaga? Nerdtech ODT has big money though. That Khloe Kardashian commercial sure, ran for a long <laughs> time. She was shilling she was. Uh, that brand. So wow. yeah. 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 I got gotta imagine they dropped just an incredible bag for Lady yeah. Gaga to do this. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Sad. It is sad. Uh, all right. One last note in celebrity money news. We're switching to like the frugal side of things. Celebrities who maybe are spending or not spending their money wisely. This is a little crossover with relationship news. Naomi Watts and Billy Crudup got married this past weekend. I didn't even know they were together. Kind of like just like a really low-key celebrity couple. Mm -hmm. And they had an appropriately low-key courthouse wedding Mm. uh, that she posted on Instagram. uh, Some pictures of it. Her dress was Oscar de la Renta, just like off the rack, $5,000. Like not even a bridal dress. I think she like had it obviously like changed a little bit, but Mm -hmm. uh, like you can buy it. She got flowers from the deli. Very cute. So cute. Uh, He just wore like a suit. And they just had like a very chill courthouse wedding, which was just like very relaxing. I love this. For a celebrity, you know? Yes. Very sweet. Frugal, responsible. I'm sure they'll have a wonderful honeymoon. Agreed. Uh, and totally. they didn't have to, you know, shill for Nurtech OTD or ODT yeah. to do it. So. ODT. <laughs> okay, let's uh, move into relationship news, social media. Not worth the tea, miscellaneous jambalaya category. 
This is just a lot of miscellaneous with the side of social media, I think, uh, this week. But we're going to start with uh, the Tonys for this past week. The Tony, I never know the Tonys are happening until they're happening. And I see tweets about them. And I'm like, oh, the Tonys. Maybe I should turn those on. And then I don't turn them yeah. on. Yeah. Until yeah. you see Ariana DeBose being like, hello. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it was actually, I was going to mention her because it was like unscripted this year because the writer's strike. Oh, so right. I was like, you guys put Ariana DeBose on that stage without oh. a script. Like, first of all, very brave. Uh, I'm sure, you know, there was some sort of structure, but I'm glad that she got sort of a redo, but I was like, oh, if I were her, I don't, I mean, I guess I salute her bravery, but uh, I don't know that I'd be up there with (laughs) that. And you know, she has it. You know, she has it. She does. Gotta respect it. Um, But what I wanted to note is, you know, we covered a lot of funny girl, glee adjacent drama Mm -hmm. uh, this year. And Leah Michelle was there for funny girl. She wasn't nominated, but she performed. And, uh, a fellow Glee cast member just won a Tony right in front of her salad. Nice. Uh, Alex Newell won, uh, became the first non-binary performer to win Best Performance by an Actor in a Featured Role in a Musical. Uh, it was for Shucked, which is a, a musical that I have not heard of, but it's about a Midwestern like community in corn. So I guess hmm. I should have heard of it. It's Love very that. up my alley. But yeah, Alex Newell, wonderful, talented, was on the Glee Project. And oh. they took a picture with Leah Michelle. Oh, nice. Like there was like no drama or anything, but Twitter thought it was hilarious that uh, they won before before Leah did. Because, That's iconic. Yeah, yeah. That's Just incredible. Anyone from Glee doing anything <laughs> successful, people love to turn it into like Leah Michelle's yeah. losing her mind because she probably is. You know? Yeah. Was she yeah. there? Yes, she was there. They took a Ooh. selfie together, congratulated each other. I do think I was looking up because I was like, was Alex Newell one of the ones that kind of got in the mess with the Leah Michelle drama? Uh, back oh. when she was originally canceled. And the only thing Alex Newell said was uh, in in reply to, you remember the whole shit in my wig comment? Oof, like that yeah. whole thing? <laughs> if you don't, look it up. Um, Alex Newell had tweeted at the time and said, when my friends go through something traumatic, I also go through it. That's what friendship is. If you can't understand that, then you're part of the problem. So like nothing direct from like yeah. Leah Michelle to right. Alex Newell. So like they're chill, but I think Alex Newell was like supporting yeah. right. their friends at the time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think there's no drama between them. Obviously, everyone's happy for everyone. Leah wasn't even nominated, but uh, Twitter oh, did she enjoy. Was, okay. But yeah, you no. know, she's like that meme where right. it's like the happy face, but behind you're yeah. like absolutely sobbing. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she just like, you know, you know, she thought she would be yeah. the only person of course. to ever win a Tony. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah. Um, She'd have yeah. an EGOT by now if it were up to her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She's working on it. Yeah. Um, in social media, I want to talk about two memes and then I want to complain about Twitter a little bit. Two memes that I saw going around this week. First, Grimes tweeted uh, a picture of her. She loves those like body modifications, like kind of freaky tattoos. She posted a picture of her red leg tattoo that's just like, it's kind of like, of sort of looks like veins and is like, like a tribal tattoo if it was made of veins. It's the best I can do to describe it. And she said, changed my body from the way God made it. It reflects my altered mind. People really ran with this and started posting pictures of their really bad tattoos or mm-hmm. just like really bad tattoos that they've seen online. Just pick, you know, just like minion tattoos being like <laughs> change my body from the way God made it. It reflects my altered mind. Um, just like it, it just really it seemed to blow up. Again, I'll circle back to this in a moment. Another meme that was also making the rounds this week, Paramount Plus, which Amelia loves, they submitted <laughs> Teen Wolf the movie for Emmy consideration. Now, I know that they like kind of have to do this. Everyone does this. There's something every year where like some terrible actor in some terrible movie is submitted for award season. And people are like, what the fuck? However, people really ran with this tweet and basically were like, you know, me applying to Harvard with like a (laughs) 0.5 GPA or like, uh, you know, me rolling up to like the final of my class when I haven't been to like a single one. If I were to do it, it would be like, you know, applying to work at the ringer when you don't know who Bill Simmons is. You know, like these are the, these are the things that people were tweeting. Um, so funny. And I, so I saw both of these memes and I was like, wow, these are like really blowing up. Like I'm going to put them in the outline. And then the more I thought about it, I think that the adjusted Twitter for you page, which is generally the one that I use because I don't like the following page. It's too chronological. Like I want to see my Mm. friends tweets. But the For You page, and I realize now that I'm talking to two people who are not on Twitter, uh, but the For You page makes people think, I think it makes me think that things are more viral than they are because it like has taken oh. the TikTok algorithm a little bit. So like, totally. I clicked on that Grimes meme one time. I clicked on the Teen Wolf meme one time and then it just kept showing me different oh, retweets. 
even yeah. if it was people I don't follow because it was like, you're interested in this content. So I was like, wow, I keep seeing these. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> I don't think these are viral. Like they obviously were like big and they had yeah. a lot, like thousands and thousands of quote receipts. I'm not like, you know, pulling this out of my ass, but yeah. it's messing That's- with me. And like my ability to tell what people are actually talking about and what's actually popular. Wow. And I need yeah. them to fix it because I don't want to come on this podcast and be like, guys, this went viral. <laughs> right? Everyone is like, listening what? be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So- right. That's a I real need Twitter Elon, echo chamber. I need Elon to fix this. Yeah. Uh, I do not like it. To your credit, I have also seen this Grimes tattoo meme everywhere. Thank you. Not so much the uh, Teen Wolf, but that I really enjoy just as news in general. Yeah. Um, that was funny. <laughs> but yeah, every anything Grimes does also page six is all up in my business right. about it. So right. hey, yeah. Don't Fair. you worry. Okay. Next one, <laughs> Amelia. Yeah. I just want to briefly discuss Olivia Rodrigo. She took to Instagram and posted like a black and white photo of her side profile. And then like it was her neck was exposed and there were two band-aids crisscrossing each other, purple. And she's like, my new song Vampire is out June 30th. So we're getting new music from Olivia. And finally. Finally. And like, what is this vampire song going to be about? Is it going to be about Taylor Swift attempting to suckle the life out of her career? Because (laughs) I think that's a real thing. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to listen to it. I can't wait. I did. I do remember on some point on a podcast when we did one of our big predictions episodes, I was like, this is going to be the year of like Olivia Rodrigo backlash. Like I think people Mm -hmm. and like we've been a little disappointed by the follow up albums from some of these girlies. Mm-hmm. I say lately, but like in recent years, remember Casey Musgrave's album mm-hmm. disappointed a little bit. Lord. Mm-hmm. Maggie Rogers. Yeah. Maggie Rogers. Thank you. Great example. Actually, I was yeah. disappointed by that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I really want it to be good. I want it to give us like sour 2.0. I want everyone yeah. to be back in on the Olivia Rodrigo train, but there was some backlash to her, like vocals and like just a lot of stuff sort of <sighs> like after the sour craze passed that mm. I'm like, this may follow her. I do have a follow-up question to this. It's called Vampire. She posted a lot of, um, in Good For You for the music video uh, for that single, had a lot of like references to sort of like millennial hit hmm. movies. There's She had the cheerleading outfit from The Princess Diaries. She had Jennifer's Body reference. A couple mm. other ones like Thriller, obviously not like a millennial movie, but uh, she had like picture, reference like Picture to Burn, the Taylor Swift video. So she's very dialed in to like millennial Gen Z meme culture, which I have to wonder, will Vampire have any Twilight references? Damn. Well, the Twilight Instagram account commented on it and said, been waiting for this day. Dreams do really come true. What? Wow. Congrats to them for still being active and dialed in. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. 2.4 million followers this Instagram account. Nice. Um, I agree. I don't know. Also, Kate, as an anti-brand person, have you Hmm. looked at this Instagram post? Like Lionsgate oh, is commenting. I hate that shit. Mercedes Benz USA. Get out of the comments. Bitten and smitten. That's so funny. Lionsgate oh. literally commented, if you need me on June 30th, no, you don't. Like, Kate, you need okay. to be. This is so okay. I hate it here. Oh. So, Barbie, the Barbie movie. Yeah. You're better than this. You're better than this. Hop off, everybody. That is yeah. so funny. That reminds me of when I worked at Disney on the ride. I worked with some people who had to like run those old, like I knew a guy who had to run the Golden Girls account, which is a show that hadn't been on air for like 30 years. And he was like, all right, got to post for National Cheesecake Day. Like, oh God, I'm so sorry. That's so funny. Oh my. And there that were, is like, tough. That's there a tough were, gig. Oh my God. So like, got to keep it fresh. For like, for like this, what's the one Sorcerer's Stone movie from like 1960 and like they had to like it's like hope you're having a great day just like this sorcerers in the stone it was just like so sad wow i'm sorry that was a danger listen amelia whenever you're feeling like bad about you know having to post things on the ringer accounts just think about that it could be worse i was gonna say amelia you'll be posting for the tea time instagram account maybe in like 2072 and then amelia Amelia, get in the comments on olivia rodrigo's post from the tea time account what are you doing (laughs) not me streaming vampire yeah go ahead do some really cringy team edward (laughs) yeah or have like a little emoji of like the vampire like can't wait okay one last thing it's social media i just wanted to flag to this group I am not willing to say or admit that like Sophia Richie is setting the trends as we think that she is. She is she is not people. She's part of a larger scheme here. But I am <laughs> saying 
that she did post uh, a TikTok with a very deep side part. And all <laughs> these teens are going wild. They're like, oh my God, this looks so good. This looks so chic. And I'm like, what? I'm ready. Every year in our little prediction pods, we're like, I always am trying to pedal the side part agenda. I'd be like, I think it's coming and <laughs> never does. And I've been trying to rock my middle part for like now it's going on like seven years. And I'm so happy because this is really an omen that something big is coming in the side part. Uh, community. Game. Yeah, <laughs> and the side part community. I will say, I, I didn't love myself with the side part, but I mm. think my hair needs a part switch. You know, like you get the oh, little yeah. baby hairs along yeah. your part and stuff. Yeah. And like, I think I need to like refresh where I'm parting it just That's like for funny. the health of my center part hairs. Yeah. So I yeah. think it would be good for all of Gen Z's hairlines to switch yeah. it up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we're all going to be bald in the middle of our heads in 10 years. Agreed. So. Switch it up. Everybody come join. I'm... Uh, yeah, I just wanted to flag that for this group. And then also, Amelia, I feel like me and you could talk about this for 45 minutes and we can do so off mic. But I also just need to call out the Kardashians. And I just want to say that we know what you're doing and we're smarter than this. But I know that everyone's getting sucked into their like mm. new mm. soft girl era. And everyone yeah. is equating Kylie Jenner's like, she has completely made a style 180, to be honest. The way yes, she, posts, she has. The way she dresses. She's in like sundresses and sneakers. And I'm like... You were in head to toe Balenciaga patent leather like 48 <laughs> hours ago. And then everyone was like, Sophia Richie is the it girl. And then they completely Sorry. changed it's, their entire aesthetic. I, I, I'm blown away. You're absolutely right. It's, I don't, where do we go from here? I'm just, we it's see so you, Kylie. Exactly. That's what I want to say. I'm like, I know what you're doing. I know you're just <laughs> trying to keep up with the times. And then it's just like, okay. she's still got half her BBL and it just doesn't. I'm like, this is not who you are. The last exactly. 10 years have been just. You know what I mean? So, no. such a specific style. It's like the Do last few years have been latex, leather, exactly. and now it's just like, what? No, 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 no. Do you, I would ask, do you think this is another example of one of them like changing their style for like the new guy that they're dating? But I don't know that Timothy Chalamet is a sundresses guy. He seems like he's more of like a leather pants guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But they do do that. Like they, they really do. adjust their they style do. depending on who they're dating. I think for like more Kourtney Kardashian that applies. But I think Kim... Mm brought a gun everyone's head and was like we're we need to keep up with the times like no more balenciaga we need to start wearing sundresses and be like sophia richie and then this is what happened i believe Um, fascinating it's insane she has come like completely her instagram the last couple posts is like a totally different person you're right it is different the vibe has shifted yeah it's like aritzia like yeah yeah, like i'm a norwegian influencer yeah it's yeah it's weird and courtney is pissing me the fuck off i'm so so mad that (laughs) plug the pod plug the pod oh thank you um our Kardashians recap show, myself and yeah. Zach Peter, we recap it. And let me tell you, this past episode, Courtney, she has the biggest main character syndrome ever. And it pisses me the fuck off. I'm like, you know, you know your place. Now get back to it, Courtney. Get back. Nice. Nice. Exactly. That's the energy we love. You know. Indeed. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, let's move on to the next category. I'm going to hand this to you guys as the brain trust, but I'm really excited to talk about it. Kate? We're going to debate the best and worst of pop stars turned actors. This is going to be quick. Oh, no. We just need to roll Mm. through. Listen, The Idol is airing on HBO. I'm not watching it. Hopefully (laughs) you're not watching it. Not that many people are watching it, which is extremely satisfying to see because it's just problematic and Sam Levinson and and the, the weekend are just... Not great in, on so many levels, Yikes. but it 
Yeah. It stars two pop stars that are trying to kind of make their acting debut. Really several, actually. It's got The Weeknd, obviously, as the main, you know, sort of figure in it, playing Tedros, who's like a cult leader. Um, it's got <sighs> Jenny from Blackpink, our girl, uh, who is playing Diane. And she's like kind of like a, I think, a villain. She had like a little villain turn in the last episode. Ooh. Yeah, she's like in okay. cahoots with Tedros. Wait, um, I have a question. Why are they giving the worst names to these pop stars? Incredible. This, You know, I almost brought this up. <laughs> I almost instead was like, let's debate the worst ever and the best ever pop like fake names. pop star names. Because like, you oh, remember that's Allie from Star is Born? Yeah. In, yeah. in this one, Lily Rose Depp is Joss. Jocelyn. No one is naming, like, no. There are no pop stars with these, like, normal-ass white girl names. It's wild. I mean, there are, but, like, if there are, then they're their real names, you know? Exactly. It's so weird. We should do this another time. We should talk about the best (laughs) and worst of the fake pop star names. Um, But, yeah, Troy Sivan is also in this. He's a Mm. pop star, you know, trying to act. And it's just, they're all a little bad. I think Troy's okay. I think Jenny is Hasn't had a ton of screen time, but like is not winning any Oscars, <laughs> uh, affectionately. And then just many, many reactions to how incredibly bad the weekend is at acting. <laughs> Sorry. And, yeah. And, and like this show again is like very problematic in many ways. Uh, yeah. We don't really need to get into it. I will say, I think the the big debate this week has been um, the last episode had like this really long and cringy sex scene. My friend Lucy Ford wrote about it for British GQ. Her article is very NSFW because so is the scene, basically. Mm. But she just called it the worst sex scene of all time. Uh, wow. It's really blown up. There have been TikToks about it. Uh, I, I I almost kind of recommend reading it, but only to be like, wow, this is terrible. But, you know, don't do it at work, maybe on your work computer. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it did inspire me to just, like, think about just the the sort of spectrum of pop stars who have tried out acting, either yeah. succeeded or failed, or uh, ones that were up for debate, which we're going to get to at the end. So we're just going to run through some of the best, some of the worst. I really focused on like the tea time core pop yeah. stars. Like we don't need to talk about Cher. We don't need to talk about Madonna, mm. David Oops. Bowie. You know what I mean? Like I, I slid oh, Madonna in at the very end. Oops, okay, Madonna is a Madonna. true pop star. And I have That's thoughts. good anyway, actually because there were a, there was a lot of debate when I was looking into this about yeah. Madonna. So we can talk yeah. about her. But like, you know, people are going to be like, ooh, you didn't talk about so-and-so. Like, this is tea time, okay? We have our yeah. specialties, and we've chosen the people that fit into them. Um, yeah. So let's just run through some of the best, you know? Some of the people mm-hmm. who have succeeded before we start, I guess, making fun of the ones who haven't. And again, <laughs> just goes without saying, The weekend is one of the all-time worst already. Absolutely. Horrible. Like, just, Horrible. And part of this, too, he also was like, at least— at least a lot of these people who are bad are like hot and you like to look at them. Mm-hmm. No comment. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not working for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Arguably not the all time best, but certainly one of the most successful pop stars turn actresses, even if now she's doing migraine commercials. Uh, Lady Gaga, obviously. Yeah. First won a Golden Globe for American Horror Story. Then obviously uh, starred in A Star is Born nominated for an Oscar. Really, I think one of the best because she has maintained being a pop star also. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very, very famous and good at being a pop star. Very, very famous and good at being an actor. Mm-hmm. Has totally. kind of like maintained her personality in both and her like, I guess, dominance in both sides mm-hmm. of this. Right. Um, also really good at like the whole press circuit. Oh, Bradley. Amazing. Yeah. Really good. She really uh, gives. She gives yeah. in a way where it's like, Thank you. Genuinely, yes. thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, did this, was impressive, got way more famous yep. as a result, yep. created a great movie. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just really no notes. Like, really one of the best to ever make that crossover. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She's Agreed. an artist in a way that I just wish so many people who act and sing could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could never. So. Could never. Could never. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> listen, I've been standing her since I was literally in high school. I, and I would get made fun of by close friends who, oh. who listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah. um, Call them out. Mandy Moore. I love Mandy Moore. I think she's such a good singer. I think she's such a good actress. <laughs> I, she was great in a walk to remember. I didn't watch This Is Us, but I've heard good things. Yeah. I think people liked her in that. I think people yeah. took her serious. Yeah. 
I think you're right. right. She's done voice that. acting. She did Tangled voice Tangled? acting. Right. She's been like, I mean, much more successful as an actress than as a pop star. I know. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I guess like really officially has crossed over. She yeah. really has. Justice for Mandy. We love her. I stand. So, yeah. Get and if she roles. released a song tomorrow, we would listen to it. Agreed. Of course. Just, you of know, course. Mandy. The next one is Tea Time Core because we have watched a lot of her movies, but she's not necessarily like a pop star as the genre. Mm-hmm. But I think Queen Latifah is an incredible actress. We have watched many things of hers on this, but I'm in general just a fan of like her yeah. other movies. But Chicago, yeah. Joyful Noise we watched, Hairspray. Oh I loved Last Holiday. She's in a movie called Mad Money. Love that. She is an incredible actress. Just as good as she is a musician and... I just had to bring her up because I, when we watched Chicago, I distinctly remember being like, she's way better than she even needs to be in this movie. Yeah. Like she's a legitimate, like dramatic talent. She's not also amazing in Hairspray. She's like yeah, the she highlight is. of Hairspray. I totally That's agree. That's true. Um, that is so good. true. I also I think her. like Lady Gaga, she has like the pop star brands, but mm, like yes. acts in a way that isn't like, oh, I have to protect this. You know, it's like right, kind so of like true. unselfish acting, even though she kind of maintains her brand mm-hmm. and right. her like famous personality. You know, right. yeah. does that make sense? Right. She's the best. The next one, you might say, Liz, you're so one note and I know and I agree, but Miley Cyrus, we're putting in the best category because she is a good actress. She People, is. Watch the last song and you tell me what you think. Um, <laughs> the last one we watched of hers, LOL, not her best showing, and she has like not really returned to movies. Um, <laughs> well, since, that like, script was not very helpful. So yeah, it wasn't no. helping her out. I, it wasn't. I have to ask: Does she count though? Did she start as a pop star, or well, did she start as an actress playing a pop star? Let me tell you: She had an alter ego called Hannah Montana, and so from the <laughs> jump, she? she was dual roles okay, in her she life. Was dual roles. <laughs> so it's hard to separate the actress from the pop star. You know what I mean? Right. They go hand so in hand, true. Kate. So true. <laughs> um, and also. Fair enough. I think that it takes sometimes those that acting on Disney Channel shows can be hard because you have to be yeah. like goofy, likable, <laughs> and those scripts like that's not a lot to work with. And she no. knocked it out of the that's park. That's fair. <laughs> I do think she counts just because she's like considered more of a pop star than an actress. You know? Yeah. Oh, and she was on Black Mirror. We should say as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah. and she played the pop star. Yeah. So right. there you go. <laughs> you know, she so has her thing chops. and she sticks to it. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then the next one really pains me to say, but to give credit where credit is due, I'm sorry. I do think Justin Timberlake is a, a legit comedic actor. I'm sorry. And he's been in some dramas too, actually. He has. Um, he has. And done decently. The Social do Network. agree? Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Friends with Benefits. Unfortunately, pretty good movie. He's extremely <laughs> charming okay. in that. Well, Way that better movie? than the Ashton Kutcher, Natalie. <laughs> right. The No Strings one. Attached. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is way better than that one. And what was the one we watched? It was like Palmer or something. You and I watched this. I like, fucking watched oh, that. You? I thought it was How for How dare TV. you? I don't know why I watched it. <laughs> I did. I suffered through it. But I thought he was maybe going to get nominated for an Oscar. Jesus. <laughs> we were, listen, that was like early pandemic. It was a weird time. Oh, it was. Yeah, we turning out We content. didn't know what was real. That's Not to true. make us watch two movies in one week, but I do think at some point we should do the Friends with Benefits, No Strings Attached oh, we should. double feature. That would be funny. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, that would be good. Compare and contrast. Yeah. Yeah. So those are mine, Amelia. Those are, those are great. I will say Will Smith. People forget that he started out as an MC and then went on to Fresh Prince. He has an Oscar now. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. he's a multi high. Definitely also talent. like one of the best to ever cross over. For sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So got to shout out him. And then also I'd like to shout out Ice-T. Ice-T was a rapper. Absolutely. And now, I mean. 200%. Must- I mean, this man has been on Law & Order SVU for, um, I don't know, three Longer decades? Than I've been alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. This is so his insane. legacy now. Yeah. It, no, it really is. It really is. And I'm happy for him. He's probably getting really great residual checks. He, you know, comes in every week, does his lines. Yeah. He he's like, money. I can't believe the perp did this. And then he's like, Ugh, you're under arrest. And then he goes home. Like, right. what more do you want? He's literally been on so long that his partner, like, the actor has died. You know? Oh, no. um, R.I.P. Richard Belzer. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you know, he's just been on forever. So This is the new, like, Liza Minnelli has outlived. It's going to be like, Ice-T <laughs> has been on SVU longer than... <laughs> that's You should start that account. That's hilarious. I will. Oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, he's he's great. That's a solid list of best. I feel like we've mm-hmm. set a good... 
uh, happy Same. precedent because now we're going to make fun of a lot of people. There affectionately. Affectionately. Yeah. Some people, listen, just stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. The first person who I think learned to stay in her lane quite Although quickly. Although try it again in 2018. Try it again. Ocean State, right? It. Yeah, so. This is oh. Rihanna. This is Rihanna. However, she, Rihanna kind of like, first of all, very small role in Ocean's 8. This is, of course, after the the uh, absolute flop that was Battleship. Right. Um, this was her attempted acting career. She had her, you know, cute little pixie cut. It was her pixie cut era. Yeah. Um, and she was on a boat, and I don't know, the boat was in danger. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it was Correct. literally based on the game Battleship, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a bad choice. Bad choice of, of acting project, first yeah. of all. I um, even think her smallest cameo today is like, this is the end before she gets sucked down in the hole oh in the apocalypse. Oh my God. But she had like maybe 10 seconds of screen time. Not a good showing. However, yes, she's like a, a pop star, the most famous. So she's right. fine, but I just she's don't fine. think acting is her. She, and I, I do think she tried an Ocean's 8 again, but like really small role, basically just like playing herself to, yeah. with like, you know, she was like, I don't know, good she blow things up in Ocean's 8? I don't even remember. Maybe she's coding or something. Yeah. Yeah. Small role, I think, has learned that this is not her thing. Obviously, has several other uh, diversified income sources now. Right. Indeed. Uh, none of which involve putting out any music. But, um, you know, she's not making bad movies <laughs> anymore. So live and learn. Uh, another, another extremely successful pop star who found, eventually found her lane after striking out at acting is <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Uh, we love you, right Kelly. We love American you. Idol. This was on our cringe list for a second. I don't know why we used to hate ourselves this much, but we did consider at one point watching From Justin to Kelly, which is the movie Yikes. that Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini put out after uh, they she won American Idol. He came in second. They were like, we're going to make these two like it was a huge thing. famous together. Right. Um, and now he does commercials for uh, like Cherry Coke or whatever. And oh. she's. I don't even think he's getting Cherry Coke commercials, but yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> what was it? He was like the little, like, little groove or whatever. Like, he was the little guy and he had a bandana and he was like singing on. Anyway, she has, pop, about, she's, she has a talk show. She has a talk she does. show. She so, And uh, love that for her. she is amazing and has found that she's great at this and obviously also has an incredibly successful music career. But exactly. uh, I like, I love that she and Rihanna have both like. Like acting wasn't quite their thing, but then they like right. both found something else. Yeah. Like they're not just singers. They're very successful businesswomen. Exactly. Who are thriving in other lanes. So, you know, just try, try different things until you find what works. Mm-hmm. Really quick. One of the worst to ever do it. Again, similar to Rihanna where like it didn't take long for us to see how bad he was. And this doesn't really count, but Ed Sheeran had a cameo on Game of Thrones. And it was terrible. Sure. It took us all right out of the experience. He was like sitting around a campfire singing. He had like one line in addition to that. And Ugh. everyone was like, which is why is Ed Sheeran here? That's Ed Sheeran. Like that's not a redheaded guy. Lannister soldier. That's just Ed Sheeran. Um, yeah. And he was quite bad. And I don't think he's acted since. And I don't think he should. So. Mm. And that's okay. okay. That's yeah. okay. Sometimes you realize things, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Except, right. oh, wait, you got to try ha- it out. Live and learn. And he was, he played himself in that yesterday movie, right? Oh shit! You're right. The one where the guy forgets everyone. But he forgets played the Beatles himself, exist. though. So yeah, that doesn't like, count. Well, you know, yeah, doesn't that's count. That's murky. Right. Do you remember when Jessica Simpson <laughs> tried her hand at acting? And um, oh. we have Dukes of Hazard here, but she was also she was in a horrible Dane Cook movie. She was also mm. in like a straight to DVD back when DVDs were a thing movie with Luke Wilson, which I think they were trying to peg as another Legally Blonde because I think the movie was called Blonde Ambition. And you are like, right. Yeah, it's just like Jessica, Jessica. I'll be honest, you weren't even a top pop girl. So why do you think this acting thing would work out? And you know what? It's okay because now she does like shoes and she has a lot of money from that. Yes, she does. There you go. Do shoes. Again, just got to find your lane. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Lessons to be learned here. <laughs> um, however, Taylor Swift, it took her a long time to learn that lesson. Well, uh, we have seen two of these movies in cringe mode, which probably tells you everything you need to know about uh, the quality of these films. Taylor Swift has tried acting several times. First in Valentine's Day when she was, you know, the movie where it's like all the different storylines on Valentine's Day. She was like a cheerleader dating Taylor Lautner. She was actually dating at the time. So like also kind of playing herself then. Mm -hmm. It was a a, weird dance that she did. Yeah, it was like a gateway acting role. Uh, She starred in The Giver. I don't know if you remember that. I've never seen it, but she was like the female, she had like a, brown wig this was like her serious <laughs> her serious oh, acting I love that. that absolutely flopped 
And then, of course, Cats. She uh, was the, the sexy cat in Cats, which we've also cat. watched on Cringe With the Mode. boobs. Yeah. With the boobs. And uh, none of these things really made anyone think, wow, Taylor Swift should act more. And I, it does seem like maybe she's learned that now. And she's, you know, she's pivoted to directing her all-too-well short right. film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's got a lot going on. So. Indeed. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's debate a couple of these. We've kind of been debating them already. But they're, you know, I was looking up just lists of pop stars who have tried it out. And a lot of people were split on many of these, the people we're about to talk about. So I just want to just put them up for debate. Talk through best, worst, undecided, still Let's potential to be explored. Mm. First of all, Harry Styles. Mm. Now. Oh, um, sorry. Dunkirk was like his first acting foray. Decent. He wasn't okay. like the highlight of Dunkirk, but he was fine. Mm-hmm. I think people's main complaint was like, you looked at the screen and you were like, that's Harry Styles. Exactly. So, yeah. But continue. He then had two movies, I think last year, My Policeman, which was like his like gay love story period drama. And then of course, Don't Worry Darling, in which I personally thought he was not good. Mm-hmm. I think many people agreed. And then he was teased to have like a cameo. He had a cameo at the end of Eternals, was potentially going to be in the MCU. The big picture, you know, had him in their list of like actors to watch under a certain age, which like you do kind of have to just because he's popular and like people were I in guess. on him. Yeah. yeah. However, and they're making fun of you for picking Haley Steinfeld. I mean, I listen, they learn from their mistakes, right? And they're like, <laughs> we true. have to consider yeah. the pop stars. Um, I, I really wait. Does Haley Steinfeld? No, Haley Steinfeld went acting to singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So she didn't right. count. Um, what do we think about Harry? Are we ruling him as one of the worst because of "Don't Worry, Darling," <laughs> or are we giving him another chance? I think his face being so recognizable puts him out of the game. Regardless, Hard. I think we cannot even judge good or bad. He just shouldn't do it because his face is Harry Styles. You know what I mean? It's like Ed Sheeran. Yeah. In the Westeros, so whatever, you're like, what are you doing there? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no matter where you see Harry Styles, I'll be like, why it's are true. you? Like, Harry, why are you on the beaches of, you know, yeah. Normandy, yeah. France? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what so do you true. think, Amelia? Um, yeah, you know, it is hard because you look at him, you're just like, that's cutie pie Harry Styles. I, yeah. I mean, maybe he could play like, I could see him do like a pop star kind of thing. I remember, wasn't he in contention yeah. for Elvis? Which would have yeah, been kind of weird, but... You know, and then he also passed on The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Oh, I think that he would have been, been good, so good as Eric. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. That was a mistake by Harry. Sorry. I think he's funny and likable. Sure. And I think his acting roles have not catered to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I would watch like a Harry Styles rom-com. Yes. Yes. You know, or like yeah. something totally. where like he's kind of funny, like a funny side character. Like, you know, like Trainwreck mm-hmm. with Amy Shore and Bill Hader. And mm-hmm. um, LeBron James was like the funny friend. Yeah. Like right. kind of yeah. was playing himself, but like was funnier yeah. than you thought yeah. he would be. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm like, Harry needs to do one of those and like get people back in. Because I think. It's true. I think he, he just tried too much too fast mm-hmm. and tried to be too serious too quickly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I don't think he should do whatever Marvel movie. I hope they're out on him because, like, I think that's just a failure for everyone involved. I think the Marvel's mm-hmm. like the train is is slowing down. Yeah, um, but I think he should like just like aim aim lower. You know, do like a, maybe don't try any rom-com. accent work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, yeah. great point. Yeah, <laughs> great point. Give up the accent work. Uh, and like, he just doesn't need this. You know, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, that's he the doesn't thing. need it. So like. Why, you're only hurting yourself exactly. to a degree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm not ready to put him in the worst yet. I will say his Don't Worry Darling performance was bad. Yikes. Okay. Um, but I think he has potential if he picks the right projects. Agreed. Okay. That's my take. Good to know. Uh, um, next, two, two debates. Two divas uh, for debate here. <laughs> divas in good movies where they're singing but potentially are bad actors. First, uh, Christina Aguilera. We watched Burlesque on this podcast. I personally love that movie. Great singer in this movie. Great performer. She spends most of the movie singing and dancing. Mm -hmm. However, acting-wise, not great. It's not good. I agree. I don't. (laughs) I think part of the issue was like, the vanity. Like, she was not willing to do the Lady Gaga thing of, like, taking off her makeup. That's and, like, so true. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, she was That's laying so in bed true. with her false eyelashes on. And, like, <laughs> it's just, you have to remove a level of, like, vulnerability in order uh-huh. to be a decent actress. And, like, right. she was very unwilling to do that. Also, uh-huh. I just don't think she's that good. 
Um, I agree. Yeah, I do her, think the movie did a good job of hiding that and working with that, though. Right. But I do think, like, her idea of, like, dressing down is, like, putting on a brown wig. It's like, okay. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, Not great. Correct. No. Yeah. Uh, similarly, <laughs> perhaps controversially, we have to talk about Beyonce. Yep. I'm um, scared. <laughs> Dream Girls, I think, is in the similar camp to Burlesque. Not Burlesque, like, quality-wise, but mm. great movie. She plays a singer. She spends a lot of the movie singing and dancing. And, and being just, upstaged by Jennifer Hudson, but yes. Exactly. Yes. Um, her acting is mid. Movie is good. Acting is mid. And she's also bad and obsessed. Uh, Did you? I haven't watched that movie. I've seen clips. I've never okay. seen the whole movie. I've seen the full movie. She's not good, right? She's not that good. Yeah. Sorry. And the fact that like she's never really tried it again makes me feel like, I think she's officially just like a bad actress. Mm. Yeah. Do you think she's she was, like in the Rihanna camp of like, you are too famous. You don't need to do this. Find something else. And that's hard too. I also, right. have you seen her in Austin Powers 3? Oh my God. Yes. She is not a comedic actress either. I'm sorry. I'm right. so sorry. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't think, and again, like I don't think she has, especially now it's like, she's just too famous. Like, right, right. And she doesn't why need would this, she possibly totally. do this? And she hasn't yeah. done it in a long time either. I think right. she, yeah. long right. ago. Yeah. 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 Right. I think that was a failed experiment. As well. So I would put mm-hmm. not her in the worst of all time, but like in the don't try this again. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you want that EGOT, just go produce something. Right. She did like that Cadillac Records movie, like not that long ago, but like definitely mm. pre like extreme levels of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And again, it's like you're playing singers because you're a singer, but like that's that's kind of all all we've got. Yikes. Um, okay, I am actually excited to discuss the next person because <laughs> I have a lot of questions. No, this it's is Nick, great. It's Nick Jonas. Hear me out. Woo. Hear me out. He did some musical theater, which I think is a lane that like not enough pop stars start with. Fair. He did Les Mis. He wasn't great, but oh. he tried. It's hard. You know, it's a taxing, <laughs> a taxing thing to do. Sure. Um, he sure. did like some, you know, he did a musical theater run. Obviously he did Camp Rock, which I actually remember when we watched Camp Rock, I think we were like, thought he was kind of funny. No? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. I forget this? No, Again, no, no. in small doses. And the scale is, you know, right. obviously Especially, great right. on a scale. Compared to his brothers, like. Right. Know. I think that was what we said was like, he was the, he was the, the best actor among the three of them, which yeah. again, low bar. Low, um, very low bar, but yeah. <laughs> he then went on, he did Scream Queens. He was like this funny side which, character in Scream Queens. He was Queens funny for a in second. that. He was. Yeah. He was really funny in, in that. In like small doses, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, he was in Jumanji. He was in Chaos mm. Walking, which is like an action movie. Mm. He seems to have pivoted away from this now. But I don't think he's that bad. And I do think he picked good projects. Like, I think Scream Queens yeah. was smart. That I, I like that with. he did musical theater. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think he's he didn't try to be too serious too fast, the Harry Styles way. Agreed. Right. This is also going to sound weird, but I I don't know if this will track with any of you. I feel like the commercials that he is in require more <laughs> acting than the typical pop star commercial. Like, he Ooh, is acting true. in those. And I do think he's good. He has, like, this little cheeky sense of humor. Yes. And I think it plays. And I don't even like him that much. But I am—I see it. And I, I agree see the, with your you. vision, Kate. And I don't, yeah. like, totally disagree. I think he has potential. Obviously, yeah. he's not, like, best pop stars turned right. actor. But I do think he's picked good projects. He has, like, a personality. He has yeah. good discretion. to yeah. a degree. Yeah. Uh, he also, yeah. I think that, like you said, I think he can do, he's never going to carry a film, which is fine. Right. Right. But he, he can choose those funny little side character roles. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah you're right. I would also place him in the, like, train wreck LeBron James. Like, he would be a yeah. great best yeah. friend. In exactly. exactly. He yeah. exceeds expectations in the small roles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, Which one more can you, you want, ask really? For? Yeah, we can't exactly. all be Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this one is less up for debate because I'm only going to reference one single movie, and she's <laughs> just truly a pop star. But I got to shout out Madonna in A League of Their Own. Oh, oh my God. She was so good. I looked at her IMDb. She's done other movies uh, and a considerable amount, maybe like 10 to 15. <laughs> haven't seen any of them. And obviously she like hasn't really dabbled in that in a long time. Uh, I had to shout her out though because of really one hit wonder. Yeah. yeah. She was on, it's funny because she was on a lot of the best lists and a lot of the worst lists. Oh, and so was the next person that we're going to talk about. And I, oh. I do think like she just was like inconsistent. You know, I have also seen her in Evita. Madonna did like Oh Evita. my gosh. Um, I have not seen that. Which I honestly, that was like kind of good. I know yeah, people don't think it, it was right? that good. But yeah, I don't know. I think she's fine. I think, you know, I think again, totally. maybe she just like 
went too far too fast. Um, <laughs> but she might have. I think she like is a good actress. I think she just has yeah. some, a lot of bad movies. Maybe also I appreciate that she did a lot of movies kind of in the the height of her power. Like yeah. like 1992, mm-hmm. Madonna is was so it. famous. Yes. yes, and she was in this. Mo- so I I think she doesn't have the like I'm looking at Ed Sheeran's face. Right. That's true. Concept. That is yeah. true. And right, you know one. she respects oh, the theater. Sorry, because remember when she she cleaned it. licorice pizza? She she cleaned the theater. She cleaned the theater. I'm so glad you brought that back. So <laughs> she, she's respectful in that way. Wow, what a woman! Thank you for saying that. You're of right. Of course. Lastly. It's it's Britney. It's Britney Spears. Um, <laughs> you know, who again, uh, I just think of, it's so funny because I, I've seen a lot of tweets of people being like, this Jocelyn character. One, her name is Jocelyn. Two, they couldn't get her a good volumizer for her hair because that is the flattest yes! hair a pop star has ever had. Oh my God, great point. And Britney, great name for a pop star. Mm-hmm. Amazing hair. Um, and you know what? <sighs> Here's the thing. In co- Crossroads, she did what she had to do, you know? And yeah. she's she was essentially playing herself, which is fine. She's not going to win any awards. That's okay. Yeah. Um, and I will say she was also in, I think she had a cameo in How I Met Your Mother. Mm. And it was she oh. was really funny in that. So there what you did go. you ask for? You know? Honestly, like yeah. that's the pop star like starter guide. Like play something that someone that sings and is very similar to yourself. Yeah. Just, <laughs> right. just crush it. Just like deliver. Yeah. And then have a funny cameo on a TV show. Like, that's I think really that's funny. all they Truly. ever need to do. Yeah. She's great. I agree. All right. I agree. Let's do Tea Time's unanswerable questions as the last category. Amelia, Wait, what's your question? Can we start with mine just as a segue since it's please, similar? Please, please. And then yes. switch to… Go for okay. it. Because mine's about Pink and she's a pop oh, star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a pop star who, who, you know, found a particular talent. Which who is… Who in flying. Aerial yeah. gymnastics. <laughs> You know, a lot of these pop stars are like, what can I do to make myself stand out? I I have to go be in this World War II movie. I have to go on How I Met Your Mother. And Pink was like, no, I'm going to take to the sky. I'm sorry. And she has gone. There are so many layers to this. (laughs) Take to the sky. She uh, has gone viral because there's just a TikTok of her singing and then just being catapulted so far over a crowd. Like way farther than you think. It's so funny. Just over end, over end, over end, somersaulting (laughs) through the air on these wires. I'll post the video. Yes. And so here's what, I'm I'm building up to the question here. Someone quote tweeted this and said, random, but apparently pink is incredibly popular amongst Australian moms. (laughs) <laughs> to the point where every pink tour has like a few months blocked out for an Australian leg where she plays like five nights of sold out shows in every city. What? Oh, so, my God. Yeah. So I was like, what? So then I saw another tweet. Patrick Lenton said, I love the fact that the rest of the world is discovering that once a year, pink comes to Australia, gets <laughs> shot up into the sky on ropes, and every single mom in the country turns up to watch her and get wine drunk at a sports stadium. That sounds amazing. Uh, so I, I looked into this, and there's an mm-hmm. article from 2017 that says, an investigation into Australia's intense obsession with pink. This is by Jules Lefebvre from Junkie. Okay, so like six years ago, this was already a thing. Oh my gosh. It turns out, I I will summarize this, but like she is so popular in Australia that they've like given her awards. She is like by far the biggest selling live act ever to perform (laughs) in like Sydney, in uh, Australia. She has made an insane amount of money. She's like, what it looks like okay in uh she sold four number one like aria albums which is like i don't know boring australia stats but like 15 percent of the australian population has a pink record somewhere in their house like she wow. has set all of these records she is so just like and and this question is like why like why yeah. why does australia love her so much and they're honestly like i don't think anyone knows this is my unanswerable question because they try to answer this and basically they're just like, it's her attitude and like her songs and her performance that like okay. Australians really connect to. Oh like, uh, it's how she performs. They love, they fucking love the aerial gymnastics, you guys. They're like, <laughs> that is they're so like, funny. The, this article goes, the answer was practically unanimous acrobatics. Why does Australia <laughs> love her acrobatics? I don't know. But all of these, like, somebody goes, too many contemptible pop tours by artists who couldn't be bothered to sing live, let alone look like they were enjoying themselves. Pink set a new benchmark for the pop concert. 
So she, I, they, they just are really into that. They love like the effort and the creativity. Nice. Amazing. And she, she does. <laughs> she plays like 10 nights in like every single tour. This, this article, even at the end is like, I keep having to update this because she keeps adding shows oh in Australia my gosh. because she, and this was even in 2017. Like she's broken so many records. She switched from four <laughs> shows in Brisbane to seven, like while the time, like this article is being published. Like, Australia just fucking loves pink. That's amazing. You know what? I can see the acrobatics kind of going a long way with me, even personally. Like, maybe I kind of, but, like, kind of, but they kind of haven't in America, right? Like, we know this. And it's like a fun fact about pink that she, like, does this. But yeah. Why, was is, she, why is she not this, more famous for this? Uh, it's amazing. I went to a Justin Timberlake concert, like, in high school, and she was the opening act. And she was doing wow, that's the acrobatics with the silk things, you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh and yeah, she's been doing this for years. She's I like a trained gymnast. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I feel like she actually should be more popular here for this. Yeah, like, she works so hard. Pink. Can we not reward? Pink? We're hard she to also please. Is a great singer. So great annoying. songs. Yeah, I don't know. We got to yeah, stop really talking funny. about these shitty actors and start talking about Pink's aerial gymnastics. <laughs> yeah. Is my takeaway from all of this. Uh, all right. Sorry to skip you, Amelia. No, Please. I'm very amazing. excited. That I'm is very amazing. Excited for your question. And it's, it's so true. I just love her face when she fucking catapults just, all the I way. Know, this video is incredible. <laughs> she goes so, so much farther than you think she's going to go. <laughs> like, where is she going? Um, <laughs> amazing. I want to bring back an oldie, but a goodie, a, a favorite Veg News. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. News. Do it. Um, you know, Veg News always has some great stuff. And they have a new article talking about how Jason Momoa, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and their pig friends redefine masculinity. And they talk about how Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cromwell, Jason Momoa, George Clooney all have little companion pigs or had companion pigs at one time. And I think that's great. And uh, yes, sorry. This photo of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with this little pig in his lap. This little pig is the cutest thing I have literally ever seen. So adorable. This is Sally me on companion pigs. Oh, good. Okay, great. Yeah. And Arnold is holding a pig and a little lap dog. And I just want to know, I feel like companion pigs, <laughs> like teacup pigs had a thing maybe in yeah. the early 2010s. Yeah. yeah. And now- is, is this a resurgence? Are we back to little pigs? I, listen, I have so many thoughts about this. <laughs> First of all, I, the, the branding switch from like pet pigs yeah. to companion pigs is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if this is a veg news <laughs> creation. If they're trying to like make it a different thing, like, oh, they're companions. Smart. Like you don't own the pig. Like they're choosing to be there. You know, like they're your mm, companion. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I think that's hilarious. I think the fact that they're framing this as like, toxic masculinity is being solved by adopting <laughs> pigs instead of just being like a lot of these guys have, a lot of so male right. celebrities have pet pigs like isn't that fun like the way that this whole article is like this starts out with being like meat has long been associated with masculinity goes all the way back to prehistoric times I'm like this is an article about how okay, four also, celebrity men have pet pigs while we're talking about this article Amelia I think you might have to post this as well this article art is basically as if <laughs> Amelia got her hands on our Instagram and like posted this herself. I cannot believe this is like the official artwork that is accompanying uh, this. So it's it's like, so good. Also, it's like so I true. remember the last time there was pet pig discourse, uh, <laughs> it was like problematic. Like people were like, stop adopting these pigs because they, oh. they, they get too big or like people aren't prepared to take care of them. Oh. Or like, remember there was like a whole thing where they were like, oh, they only stay small Yikes. if you're like not feeding them enough. <gasps> right. And I just love that like rebrand that Veg News is executing here <laughs> for pet, hand it to excuse me, everybody's yeah. got an agenda. Pigs. Yeah. I know. And it's great. I love, I mean, these men all look very cute with their little companion pigs and I'm glad that they're not eating them. And like, yeah, that's great. But I do think it's fun. It's a very funny and impressive pivot for the companion pig branding. Completely. I'm impressed. <laughs> I am impressed. Okay. I have one last question for you guys. This has been going viral on TikTok and Twitter. And uh, Blue Ivy is accompanying Beyonce on parts of her Renaissance tour. She hasn't been everywhere, but she has been popping up in London and Paris and coming on stage and dancing with the squad while Beyonce is performing. And she's doing a great job. Everyone is saying like, at first she was like a little nervous. She's like really coming to her own. She's done it now multiple times. And she's just so cute and good. And she's dancing and interacting with Beyonce. And it's like very wholesome and sweet. Cute. So I'm asking you two, 
if you had like an A-list top of their game parent, would you rather A, accompany them on tour and have to dance, a la Blue Ivy, accompany them on tour and have to sing, or accompany them to set and have to like background act in a movie of theirs? And like, let's say that's like the A-list equivalent, like, you know, the Beyonce of actors. You're in a movie like that. Which would you rather? This is such a great question. (sighs) Yeah. This is hard. This is really hard. I'm not a dancer, however. Right. So, like, I, in terms of singing, it made me think of, like, Jennifer Lopez's daughter, who she, like, has yeah. shoehorned into some of her performances yeah. because, like, she sings. And she's good. But, like, does anyone really want to, like, hear your daughter sing at one of your shows? Like, Correct. I think there's a, there's a difference between – I think the dancing is, like, more fun to watch mm-hmm. and share. Totally. Like, I would rather see a celebrity child do, like, a fun, funky little dance than I would, yeah. like – Okay, here comes the part where her daughter sings at the show. And it's like, why aren't we hearing Beyonce? Yeah. I also think as the child, it would be less stressful to dance. Because like once you learn it, you learn it. And you go out there and you do it. And it's the same every night. Whereas like singing, I think, is like very variable. Like, you know, if you have a cold or you're nervous or Mm -hmm. like, it it seems like there are more variables to fuck up singing. So like even as someone who's not a dancer, I think I would rather dance. I think you're probably right. Amelia, do you... What about a background actor, though? Or is that too weird that you're That'd just like in fun. the shadows? That's a little like, I don't know. I guess that that could be fun. I like, think, yeah. Less work, maybe? I don't know. I, unless, you know, this, I, you know, I love JLo, but I saw a video going around TikTok and she was like teaching Emmy, um, yeah. her kid to sing. And Emmy was so much better than right. JLo. Her daughter actually is good. Yeah. Yeah. So... I guess that's part of it. But I still don't know if I want to go to a J-Lo concert and like hear her daughter sing. Agreed. Like I I would rather go to a Beyonce concert and watch Blue Ivy dance. Yeah, I totally agree. Plus it's like kind of has the energy of like when you go to like a dinner or like and the kids like plays piano and plays the three keys and you're like, so good. But dancing, you like immediately like more supportive. I don't know why. Like a child dancing, I just want to be like, yes, you're so good. Keep going. But like them like trying to be sincere and try to sing or do, I don't know. Probably goes the same with acting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's more cringe to like sit there and watch. A, a child sing and be like, amazing job. That's <laughs> so true. You okay. did and I think I would be aware job. of that as a child. I think I would feel the cringe. So I think <laughs> yeah. even yeah. if my dancing would be bad, I think <laughs> I would prefer to dance. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Case closed. Okay. Great. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell. And I'm Amelia Wetmeyer.